You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, Drew Dixon here from Explore the Bible Students, back with you in our study of Proverbs and Song of Solomon for uh, the summer of 2020. And this session is session five. It's titled God's Design. And the passage we're looking at is Proverbs 5, 3 through 11, and also verses 15 through 18. Our central truth is sexual immorality harms us and others. Walking in wisdom means submitting to God's design. So this is a really important passage for students. Um, it's uncomfortable. It's odd because we have to talk about sex and sexual morality, uh, but it's crucial. It's absolutely crucial because, listen, your students are getting an education. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's not um, deceive ourselves here. Let's, let's face reality. Your students are getting an education about sex uh, from their peers, even if they're not in school. Um, you know, they're, they're getting a sex education in public school, and it's not it doesn't connect with a Christian worldview. Uh, but even if they're not in public school, uh, maybe they're in a Christian school, or maybe they, they're homeschooled, no matter where they are, they're getting this kind of education from the media that they consume. Uh, and we like to think we protect them from some of that. But trust me, they're finding ways to learn about this stuff. And they're being sold a message that sexual immorality, that sex outside of marriage doesn't matter, that it's not a big deal. Everybody does it. Um, we shouldn't really uh, let go of these outdated kind of Christian values that we have about sex being sacred. That sort of message is just outright false. It's just wrong. And Proverbs, this passage in particular, challenges that sort of thinking and states very clearly that God has a design in which sex is to be enjoyed. Um, and that's important to acknowledge. It's important for your students to understand whether they're sixth graders or 12th graders, they need to understand that God is the author of sex, and it is a good thing. Sex is a good thing, but it has a context in which it is good. It has a context in which it promotes human flourishing, and that is the context of marriage between a man and a woman. And so um, this is a passage, we should be really careful, this is not just a passage about how dangerous women are, <laughs> right? Like, you could read it that way, but that's, that's to miss the bigger picture. This is a passage about the danger of adultery, uh, which we know from reading the New Testament from the Sermon on the Mount that involves not just having sex outside of marriage, but adultery is any time we have lust in our hearts for someone not our spouse. Again, these passage, this, the, the Bible paints this picture of God's design, that God has a design. He has a, a, a place in which, a context he has created in which sex is good for us. And so when we go outside that context and think that we get to decide how sex, how we're going to enjoy sex, um, then we, we run into problems. In fact, it harms us. We're not trying to, so, so as you teach your students about these things, you need to understand you're not trying to kill their joy. You're not trying, you're not being, you know, a fuddy-duddy or whatever. You're not this person who's making their lives harder. You're actually, by teaching them these things, you're actually trying to make their lives better and fuller and more full of joy right? Because it harms us. When we think we get to decide, when we think we're in charge, and we just have this kind of whatever we want to do is fine sort of mentality about sex, it harms us. And it harms other people. When we think we're in charge of it, we'll start to see sex as this thing that's for our own pleasure, and we'll exploit other people. Um, your students have very likely already seen some form of porn pornography. Um, it's very unlikely that there's any student in your group. Even if you're a sixth grade 
you know, Sunday school teacher, um, it's very unlikely that they haven't seen something pornographic. Um, and we need to understand, like, that's a whole industry that's designed to exploit people made in God's image. Um, when we um, give in to looking at pornography and those sorts of things, we're seeing people as objects to be used for our personal gratification. Um, whereas the Bible paints this picture of people as bearing God's image and are worthy of our respect and are worthy of honor and are worthy of being treated with the utmost care and protection and concern. So that's why the, the writer of Proverbs says in verse verse 15, drink water from your own cistern, water flowing from your own well. Um, he's saying sex is designed to be enjoyed in marriage. Um, and he says when this happens, your fountain will be blessed. In other words, your life will go better if if you trust in God's design rather than thinking you get to take things into your own hands. So, um, yeah, let's challenge our students to take this seriously. Um, let's help them see that, and this isn't just about, like this passage isn't just about sexual morality. I think we can apply the teaching of this passage broader than that. Um, there's a question that gets at that right in the very beginning of this passage. Um, question number three on page 46 of your later guide says, what keeps us from seeing the long-term harm? What keeps us from seeing the long-term harm that sin can bring? And um, so again, we just need to see that God has our best in mind. He's trying to keep us from sin, not to kill our joy or to keep us from some something good that we might otherwise experience. No, he wants the very best for us. And the very best for us is to trust his design. Because when we enjoy sex inside of marriage, and by the way, it's a long way off for your students, but now is the time for them to be thinking about how to protect themselves, how to protect others, how to look out for the well-being of others. Um, we live in a culture that's constantly telling us it's okay to see people as objects for our own pleasure. And the Bible's constantly telling us that's not God's design. God wants us to see people as worthy of our respect. And, um, and so we need to see that it's harmful. And we need to see also that um, God has a better plan for us that it, life really will be better, that really will be more full of joy, that it really will be uh, go better for us if we trust that the best place and the only place we ought to be enjoying sex is inside the protection of a committed marriage between a man and a woman. In that context, um, sex brings flourishing. It helps us be better people. It helps us grow. Um, it's really hard to believe that that's true in our current culture, but we've got to fight to believe it um, because the joy of your students is at stake and their witness for Christ and for his kingdom is on the line as well. All these things are connected. Walking wisdom means recognizing that, you know, all these little decisions that we make that, that have an impact on how we view the world, how we view people, how we view relationships, all these things are connected, and we must constantly say, God is in control. I'm going to trust him. I'm going to trust his wisdom over and against my understanding, over and against the way our culture kind of thinks about things, because our culture is constantly encouraging us to just take this anything-goes approach, and the result is more harm towards more people, more people having all kinds of issues. Um, sexual morality is tied to all kinds of identity issues with students, all kinds of um, emotional problems, stress, um, anxiety, all, ki all kinds of problems. Let's challenge our students to take hold of who they are, image bearers of God, and to take seriously their command to love God supremely and love their neighbor as they love themselves, and to let those realities shape how they do everything, uh, including how they use their bodies. This is a big deal. It's really important. 
Um, let's not set the stakes so high that students who've made mistakes in these areas in the past feel like they're uh, at a loss or that they can't get back on track or that they have somehow they are somehow broken beyond repair. It's really important that your students, because you have students in your group who have given in to sexual morality. Um, you do. Trust me. You do. Even if you think you don't, I promise you, you do. And I hate to be the one that tells you that, but I think you probably know that you do. Those students need to know that God wants to redeem them. God wants to redeem those past experiences. Um, not that the hurt, some of the hurts may never go away completely this side of eternity, but God wants to heal them and redu- renew them. They're not broken beyond, beyond repair. Uh, but let's believe and trust God's good promises. Let's believe and trust God's good design for our lives, for our relationships, for sex, for everything. Thanks for your time. Can't wait to work through uh, session six with you next week. So we'll see you again next week. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com. 